Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, my love. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast. If this is the first episode of mine that you're listening to, do I say that every episode? I feel like I might. I don't I don't know. I just I guess I just want to make sure that everybody listening feels welcomed. And I also want you to know that I'm super grateful that you are tuning in and enjoying the podcast. I have admittedly not been great with answering DMs. I'm a one-woman show over here. I am one person doing all of the things. Podcasting, YouTubing, TikToking, Instagramming, holding space through the Yoga Inspired Life program, brand partnerships, etc., etc. And so I can't be everywhere all at once. I've learned. This is a two-part admission. First, I'm sorry if I haven't gotten back to your DM, but secondly, I wanted to bring that up because I do skim through my DMs here and there, and I try to get back to as many as I can. I'll like walk on the treadmill and answer comments and DMs, and I've noticed lately that I've been getting so many beautiful, sweet, kind messages of gratitude for the podcast, and just know that your messages and love and support of the podcast mean so much to me. And I'm so, so, so happy to hear that so many of you are feeling inspired and resonating with what I'm sharing on here. It means so much to me and it gives me purpose to keep showing up for you. So yeah, welcome, welcome back and thank you. Deep, deep, deep gratitude for you. As I mentioned in the last episode, I have been on a roll Like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I really feel like I've just had so much energy and creativity and motivation. And I don't say that to boast, but instead just share where I'm at because I definitely don't feel like this all the time. If you're finding yourself in a place where you're feeling less of that, or maybe even completely feeling the opposite of how I'm feeling currently, just a gentle reminder that everything ebbs and flows. And we all have seasons. We all go through seasons where we are either feeling energized or drained, motivated, unmotivated. And I think it's really important to embrace and honor where you are at. And so if you're feeling like you're in a slower season, honor that and trust and know that the next season is upon you. Everything in life is cyclical. You know, what goes down must come up. What goes right must go left. It's just the laws of the universe. And speaking of the laws of the universe, or more so spiritual laws, I wanted to talk to you guys today about detachment and detachment in regards to manifestation and getting things that you want. I've really been pondering this idea that detachment makes you magnetic. And I've experienced this in practice in various ways in my life. And I know that the idea of detachment making you magnetic can sound counterintuitive. And you might be wondering, like, 
how do I detach from the thing that I want? And I want to be clear that detachment doesn't mean that you let go of the desire or that you give up. What it means is that you energetically arrive in a place where you are good either way. It's sort of a space or energy of neutrality or equanimity, right? An evenness of temper. And this is important because if you are waiting for something or someone outside of yourself to make you feel whole, happy, complete, or even at the very least good, you're coming from a place of lack. And to be magnetic and to manifest your desires, that requires an abundance mentality. The antithesis of that is a lack mentality. It's grasping, it's attachment, it's fear, it's greed, it's all of those things. So if you want to become magnetic and you want to attract your desires, you have to master the art of detachment because attachment creates resistance and suffering. Detachment creates an open pathway for energy and abundance to flow. And when I was doing my own research for personal reasons on this topic, I came across a really great article on Mind Body Green. And I kind of arrived at this article because it cited a book that I read, I think last year or the year before, called The Source by Tara Swart. I've actually been in contact with her about having her on the podcast. I would really love to have her on, but that's a conversation for another day. But this article was really great, and I wanted to read a little bit of it for you and just kind of discuss it with you and touch on a few things that I have written down and and some thoughts that I've personally come to in regards to detachment because I feel like we've all been there right? We've all been in situations where we want something so bad and we're focusing all our energy on it. We're doing everything that we can and we're taking aligned inspired action and we're thinking about it and we really, 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 really want it. But what can happen sometimes is that we become attached to this thing and we're pouring all our energy into it and we're forgetting that in order to attract, our energy has to be in alignment, And that requires our attention on our energy. And you know what? I'll give you an example. Oftentimes in dating or relationships, we can see this play out. There's something about pressure and attachment and that energy or feeling of being smothered energetically that's a turnoff, right? I I feel like even for myself personally, I've been on both sides, right? I've been the one grasping and I've also been the one running away because I felt like, whoa, This is too much. There is something incredibly attractive energetically about something or someone that is full and whole on their own. Taking a quick break from today's episode to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth is a luxury bedding and loungewear brand known for its incredible softness and temperature regulation. Cozy Earth has actually been featured on Oprah's favorites list for four years in a row. And I have to be honest, it is one of my favorites as well. I have a bamboo sheet set in white that I am absolutely obsessed with. And I recently got a loungewear set that I literally don't ever want to take off. In fact, between you and I, I'm actually wearing it right now as we speak. 
All of Cozy Earth's products are made from this soft and sustainable viscose from bamboo fabric that is way softer than cotton. As I mentioned just a moment ago, Cozy Earth is temperature regulating, which means it will keep you cool and comfortable all night long, which is something that's really important to me because I am a hot sleeper and temperature regulation is key for getting good sleep. And if you've listened to any of the podcast episodes that I have had with wellness experts, you know how important good sleep is. And I take my sleep very seriously. It's also worth noting that Cozy Earth has a 10-year warranty on all of their products. And they also offer a 100-night sleep test, which means that you can try the product for a 100 nights. And if you don't love it, you can send it back for a full refund. I love Cozy Earth and I know you're going to love them too. And they have been kind enough to extend an exclusive offer for my listeners today for 35% off site-wide when you use the code Yoga Inspired. I feel like you're going to love everything from Cozy Earth, but I'm going to recommend a couple of my favorites. You must try the women's bamboo jogger pants. They are amazing. I'm also obsessed with the women's stretch knit bamboo lounge tee. It is the softest top I have ever worn. And my latest obsession are their plush lounge socks. Babe, do yourself a favor, treat yourself. Go to CozyEarth.com and use code YOGAINSPIRED for 35% off site-wide. Now let's get back into the episode. So the spiritual law of detachment. I'm gonna read a little bit from this article for you because they break it down in a really clear way. Let me see who wrote this article. Sarah Regan, Mind Body Green, Spirituality and Relationships Editor. Also, side note, I will link this article in the show notes because I want to give credit where credit is due. So in the article, it says, what is the spiritual law of detachment? The law of detachment states that in order to manifest our desires, we must release attachment to the outcome itself, as well as the path we might take to get there. And, and just a quick side note, you know, this is what I was speaking about probably around this time last year when I was talking about how I was manifesting my New York City apartment. It's an element of trust and ease and faith and conviction, but with an open palm, right? We're not grasping, we're not forcing, we're allowing and we're allowing things to flow. Again, back to the article, the law of detachment is a universal spiritual principle that guides many faiths and comes down to separating yourself and your emotions from your goals. From a psychological perspective, neuroscientist and author of The Source, Tara Swart, adds that it takes time to build and strengthen neural pathways until you are ready for a new behavior, relationship, or job. And so we don't want to get caught up in timelines, overthinking, and doubts. The spiritual law of detachment is about trust and surrender rather than control. When you are no longer tied to the outcome of how it must be, you free yourself up to abundant possibilities. And that idea is something that I've spoken to you about many, many times. If you've listened to any of my manifestation podcast episodes, I have said how important it is for you to stay open to this or something better. When we attach ourselves to too specific of desires and we try to control and manipulate the path that we're going to take and exactly how it's going to look, we end up creating limitations for ourselves. And this is why I think it's so important in manifesting to instead of focusing on the desires themselves, 
focus on how you want to feel because there are certain things and people and experiences that may differ from the things that you think you want that may actually bring you the same feelings that you're ultimately seeking. You know, there was a time that I wanted to be a professional singer and write music and I thought that that was what I really wanted. And through time and experience, and now with perspective, I realized that what I really wanted to do was use my voice and evoke emotion in others and be creative and speak in a way that would inspire and move people on a deeper level. So if I had attached to that original desire of being a singer and writing music, I would have missed out on what I'm doing now, which not only brings me the same feeling, but it actually fulfills me and aligns with me so much more than the lifestyle of a professional singer. Do you see where I'm going with this? Back to the article, they give a couple of examples of different ways that this plays out in different scenarios. They give an example of in regards to goal setting, dealing with doubts, dating and relationships, finances, in work, etc. Definitely check out the article if you want to read more about that. But there's one more little bit that I wanted to read to you. It says, the law of detachment isn't about not being involved in the world around you or giving up on your goals. Instead, it involves surrendering some control and developing a deeper trust in the universe. When we mindfully practice detachment, experts agree that we enter a space of receiving rather than resisting and allow life to present us with even more possibilities. And this is an interesting thing to think about, I think, right? Where in your life are you grasping to your desires with an energy of desperation. You know, I know that that word can sound really confronting. I actually like loathe that word, (laughs) but it really does describe that type of energy that I'm talking about, that forceful lack. I need this. There's nothing else that will make me happy. That's not true. And if you feel that that is true, I think that that is a red flag, that there is some healing and self-growth that needs to be done. We see this oftentimes in dating and relationships, right? Becoming attached to someone that you're newly dating and then, you know, becoming almost obsessed with them. And it's all coming from a good place, but that energy is a repellent. It is. I've had quote unquote friends and people that I've dated in my life that put on the pressure like that. And it was the thing that made me want to run in the opposite direction as fast as I can run, you know? So being too attached to anything or anyone is not a sign of love or devotion or commitment, but instead it's a sign of fear, of loss. The ability to let go or detach comes from having confidence in knowing that what is meant for you is already yours. You will not need to chase what's yours. There's no need for you to grasp or hold on to anything. And it's coming to a deeper understanding that anything that leaves is simply just creating space for something that's far more aligned with you to flow in and replace it. And this can feel challenging because oftentimes we think we know exactly what we want. And I think that having clarity around what you think you want is important. I think it's important to have a direction. I think it's really hard to move forward if you don't know where you're going. 
So I don't think that this needs to be taken in an extreme way, but rather I think it's an invitation for you and for myself too, to take inventory of how we are approaching relationships or our goals or the things that we desire and really check in with ourselves and make sure that we are whole and happy and present on our own without the thing. And to find a level of contentment and peace and inner knowing that if this thing is meant for me, it's already mine and it's coming. I don't have to attach my happiness or self-worth to it. I don't have to obsess over it. I don't have to grasp so tightly and white knuckle it, you know, where you just squeeze the life out of the thing. That is what Gabby Bernstein calls manic manifesting another great manifestation guru. This energy is fear and lack and unattractive in the way of, you know, not physically unattractive, although it can be. But, you know, when we're talking about being a magnet for what you desire, that's a repellent. Squeezing the life out of the things that you want is a repellent. Attachment creates resistance and suffering. So if you feel like you're hitting a wall with attracting your desires, or if you are resonating with any of this, I want you to, first of all, forgive yourself. It's okay. We've all been there. I've been there so many times. I can think of at least a handful of times, not even that long ago, that I was, you know, creating attachment to things and wondering why they weren't coming or why it wasn't working. And all of that chaotic, stressed out, lack energy, take a breath. First, detach from that, right? First, make the conscious choice to detach from that. And instead of focusing and attaching and putting pressure on the things that you desire, redirect your energy back to yourself. How am I showing up? What energy am I attracting? Because at the end of the day, we attract what we are. We attract what we are. Your energy is everything. So if you are manically manifesting and grasping and stressed out and worried and trying to control everything and that's what you're going to attract more of that. So get clear about how you want to feel, because I can probably assume that the things that you are desiring to manifest are high vibe experiences, things, opportunities, people think about what type of energy all of those things embody get your journal out and think about the words that you would use to describe the things that you're wanting to manifest and then start to embody those things now and detach detach from the things again detachment doesn't mean you let go or give up it means i trust that by embodying this energy of the things that i wish to attract and by pouring into myself and redirecting my energy back to myself, I'm going to become a magnet for exactly what I need and want. And I don't need to chase. I attract. And you know, while we're chatting about this, it's like, yes, you can go out and grind hard and make things happen and push and force. And you can probably find a little bit of traction by doing that over planning and controlling and stressing and all of that. But the path of least resistance And the more effective, powerful, and dare I say, easier way to manifest is to align your own energy 
and tap into an energy of surrender and receiving and allow yourself to just kind of become a magnet for everything that you desire. That opens up the door for things to start to flow with ease. I've definitely moved the needle in different areas of my life by pushing and grinding and pushing myself to the ends of the earth for whatever it is I was working for. But I got there and I either was disappointed because what I thought I wanted didn't bring me what I thought it was going to bring me. You know, I was too attached to that thing because I had only, I'm going off on a tangent, but here's the thing about us as humans, you know, our brains are designed to keep us safe, not happy. And so our brains can only think within the confines of what we know. Typically it's about what we've experienced or what we've been taught, but that doesn't mean that that's the lid or, or the end of the possibilities. Picture sitting in a box, a glass box, uh, picture sitting in a box, okay? All you know is what's in the box, right? And so maybe someone might ask you like, what exists outside the box? And you might be like, well, nothing. Because all you know is inside the box. But that doesn't mean that there's nothing outside of the box. It just means that you don't know what's outside of the box because you've never experienced it. <laughs> Am I making sense? Or are you like, Shayla, you are losing it, girl. <laughs> you know, it's like they, it's like that saying people say about how, you know, asking someone that's colorblind to describe a rainbow. Well, they can't because they've never seen it. I might have just butchered that, but you get the point. So what you think is possible for you and what you think is the limit or boundary for you, that might not actually be the limit for you. You just don't know it. And so when you attach yourself to things, you attach yourself to your tip top highest potential goal or what you think is your tip top highest potential goal, you're actually limiting yourself to the possibilities that exist beyond your realm of understanding. Do you know what I mean? And I know it's a big ask to suggest that you move towards your desires or towards your desired feelings with blind faith and trust. But that element of surrender really does make you magnetic in regards to my New York City apartment. Obviously, yes, I had a desire and I had a goal and I had a direction, but I also had to let go of the how. I had to let go of how it was going to all work out. I had to detach. I had to actually detach from the desire altogether. And it wasn't until I fully detached that it actually came through. When I came to a place where I was like, you know what? I have to start showing up as if it's already mine. And I have to start showing up in a positive, grateful, fulfilled way with what I have now because I was grumpy. I was stressed out. I was trying to control everything. I was worried. I was, I don't know. You know, I felt stuck. I was uncomfortable. I was unhappy. I was all these things. And I was letting my current circumstances dictate how I was showing up. And again, it really wasn't until I surrendered and let go and focused on my own energy and taking care of myself that everything came together. I just went off on like such a crazy long ramble. I hope that this is all like making sense, but to tie it all up with a hopefully pretty bow so it all makes sense, detachment. I think that word can sound really extreme. You're like, I'm detaching, I'm done, but it doesn't have to be extreme. Let it be about you surrendering and trusting. Still take action, still creatively visualize what you wish to attract, But instead of putting so much focus 
outside of you, redirect it back to you. Step into a state of co-creating with the universe. Release control a little bit and trust that what is meant for you is already yours and it's on the way. This or something better. You know, when you focus too much on what you want and you conjure up this energy of lack and worry, you can energetically strangle the thing that you want. You have to shift into a state of active allowance, which is the opposite of resistance. Detachment is going to help you create space to receive. Receive your desires, receive guided steps. I've said this so many different ways, so many different times, but there is this delicate dance between doing and being and manifesting. And honestly, in energy, there has to be a give and take. So yes to inspired aligned action yes to moving forward towards the things that you want but also create space to allow close your fist right now and squeeze it that's the energy of attachment can anything get in no no because your fist is so tightly wound right there's there's no space to take anything in that's attachment so the opposite would be detachment So an open palm. Now you have space for allowing and receiving. If you want a follow-up episode on this, if you want me to expand on this topic a little bit more, I would be more than happy to do so. Leave me a comment on my latest Instagram post and let me know. I hope that this gave you something to think about and a different perspective on things. Oftentimes the things that I speak about on the podcast are things that I am thinking about and working through and pondering in my own life, you know? So I'm definitely not an expert on detachment. I don't know who is. We're all humans, imperfect humans. And I think that we can all experience some level of attachment at one point or another, some of us more often than not. So just know that if you're listening and you're like, wow, I'm not practicing the law of detachment whatsoever, it's okay. It's not about being perfect. It's just about becoming more aware and getting curious, really. Awareness and curiosity are some of the biggest tools that will help you become more intentional and also help you really align your energy with what you want to desire and with how you want to show up in life. Anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're not already and get ready for some exciting new updates to the podcast. I've been working on some really fun things for you guys and I'm really excited to share them in the coming weeks. So make sure you are subscribed and also make sure you're following me on Instagram and TikTok. I've been sharing a lot of different content on both of those platforms and I will be announcing the exciting things to come on the podcast on all of my platforms. So on Instagram and YouTube. You can find me at Shayla Quinn and on TikTok, I am at Shayla.Quinn. And again, send me a DM if you want. I am making it my goal for this next month to answer my DMs and know that if you've sent me a DM and I haven't answered you, I love you and I'm sorry, but I do read my messages and I really deeply appreciate hearing from you guys. Gives me so much motivation and inspiration to keep showing up and... (laughs) Should I give this away? No, I'm trying to keep things. I'm, I'm not trying to keep things secret, but I, I have some surprises for you that will require you to email slash message me for podcast episodes. But 
no, 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 no. I'm going to leave it a surprise. I'm going to leave it a surprise. I'm going to go before I spill the beans, but I love you. Have an amazing week and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.